1: And welcome to the Hooniverse podcast. This is episode something or other. Uh, I'm your host Jeff G. <laughs> and With I'm, the high
0: energy today,
1: yeah, yeah. Sorry, it took uh, traffic was longer than I thought it would be. That's the voice of Chris, the the produce of the, the, the produce, the codosed. I I'm the
0: produce this yes. time. <laughs> I am the I am the head of lettuce. Nice. Yes.
1: Nice. Very nice.
0: I like Brussels sprouts. Um, what's going on? I just got back from Vegas, yeah, and I've got a respiratory slash uh, sinus infection from it. <coughs> That's always fun. Nice. I'm sure I sound sexy. Yeah,
1: no, yeah. I mean you don't you don't sound bad. I don't
0: sound that. I, it's probably just I sound worse in my head.
1: Yeah. Um. So you were doing other businessy stuff, and yeah, I was.
0: We did a, a launch for a company that I own part of in San Francisco called IDK Events. Um, it's like an event management platform for doing street fairs and shit like that. So. Went out there, did that, uh, had more than my fair share up or down? Down. Okay. Had more than my fair share of Vegas, and in two weeks, I'm going to be back there for SEMA. So, Sounds fun. Yeah. You sound pumped. Uh, you know, I'm all, here's the thing, is this time it'll be fun just because the, there will be a lot of friends there and I don't get to see all the time. Like sure. you know, Larry Larry um from Drive Clean and Ammo and Auto Care will be there and mm-hmm. I haven't seen Larry in a year. Yeah. So it'll be good to see him. Um you know, and good friends like Musto that I see a little more frequently, but yeah. still he lives in SF. So. Well, and
1: you're also prepping to uh, crank out a shit ton of awesome interviews.
0: Yeah, we just uh, we just went through the list, and I won't go through it here yeah. just because none of them are fully confirmed yet. But right. uh, probably some of the biggest names we've had on the show so far.
1: Yeah, yeah. They'll be, I mean, th- this would be it'd be impressive Uh you guys will like this a lot, for sure. Uh, but Chris will be out. I'm not going to SEMA. Chris is going out to SEMA. Our friend Jason Conner is going out to SEMA. Our friend Jonathan Klein will be at SEMA. Rick Radcliffe is going to be at SEMA for a few yes, days. Yes, he will. So you guys will have a, a either a blast, a shit show, or a little bit of both.
0: I would I would anticipate uh, all <laughs> of the above. Yeah. Uh, it will also be my birthday on the 4th. Oh, which doesn't really mean much no. when you're. It's your thirty third birthday. It's yeah. not that special. It's not. Um, other than just going, hey, one third of a year into it, I'll be exactly one third of a century old. That's there you about go. the only thing.
1: All right, good math for you.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so what's going on in your project car world? Where are we at?
0: Uh, so the Fiesta is largely done until it goes in to do some special projects with other people that i can't really talk about yet because they haven't firmed up or, or brought anything to press uh hotchkiss is going to be bringing out some um some sway barring links for that car nice that uh are on their way for for me to play around with so i'll have a full report back for you guys on that but uh uh last week i let john klein drive it before we did the show mm-hmm. and uh he rather liked it he reported about it on the show okay. but uh You've got to get a crack at it someday soon. Yeah, no,
1: I know. i got to borrow it one of these days uh, and, and take a spin and do something with it. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I need to drive it for sure.
0: Anytime you want to. All right. So, um, um, very cool. And then, so that means that that is done. And once a few things would work or wrapped up, um, Corvette project begins. Excellent. Which is going to require some minor fabrication. And mm-hmm. that's going to be fun. I want to try and get it done before the temperature drops too much because my tires don't work so well when it gets below <laughs> about 70.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh but that's it's nice that you have that. Not that we live in, you know, the snowy area where you have to be like, "Oh, Corvette's gone for the winter," but it is nice that you can just chuck the Fiesta around uh while you're waiting for your Corvette to be done and, you know, vice versa.
0: And- yeah, well, it's important. I mean, when you start doing project cars, I remember doing them in college when I had one car, mm-hmm. which is oh, a problem yeah. because you have to scramble to get everything done. Yep. Uh, my advice would be don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's much easier to have a project car when uh, you have another one to drive. Right. So.
1: Right. Yeah, I've been fortunate that whenever the truck was uh, temporarily down for the count, I would probably have like a press car. If I got really desperate, I could drive my wife's piece of shit Prius. Um,
0: so that's been helpful. Your press car game has always been pretty good, though. So it's
1: good. And now that the truck's running strongly and I, I'm way behind on videos, I'm not as stressed about like, oh, shit, I should get a car this week. So I'm not so I don't have to drive the Prius. Yeah. Um, not that I use the cars as you know a means of transportation, but uh it was convenient for the tr- when the trucks is getting worked on, but the trucks running well right now. So.
0: Saw the video with you and your father in law doing the uh, headlights. Yeah, that one,
1: I shot ninety nine percent of that like months ago, and I had just had no footage. I hadn't driven the truck at night, uh, so finally, recently, I drove the truck at night and I finished the video. But the rest of that footage was from like months. It was actually it was from right about three months ago because they were in town when my baby was born. So right. that's how long ago I shot. that. Okay,
0: yeah, that's dead. Yeah. I was gonna say I, I didn't think your, your in-laws were in right about now. So. No,
1: no, no. That was uh, and and uh, my father-in-law Sam was a, is, was a mechanic for like thirty years. Um, so what was he working on? He was trying to help me diagnose the electrical issue where when I shut the truck off, it just the engine shuts off, but the gauges and stuff are still on and the batteries draining, and so.
0: Spoiler alert! You didn't figure it out.
1: No, we didn't. No. So I still am popping the negative terminal. I just want to go through and, and just start rewiring that fucking thing anyway and just clean it all up.
0: There's really not that much of the wiring on that truck no, anyway. No, I know. So. I know.
1: I, and I, I, there's a company that makes uh, that sells laminated wiring diagrams of pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I bought their 11 by 17 inch wiring. So it's big and I just I need to just look at it. <laughs> go from there, <laughs> uh, but I mean, since since the cooling issue is good, I haven't been too stressed about it. It is annoying though. Any time I like, say I take the truck and run to lunch, I have to pop the hood and fucking pop the negative terminal. You know, every time I
0: shut the truck off. Yeah, well, the battery, especially starts, considering right? the hood has a tendency to bind a bit.
1: Yeah, but I, I I know how to work around that. Now I'm gonna buy. I'm just. I think I'm gonna buy new hinges and say fuck it. Um, Absolutely, I'm, the, the hood hasn't sat right anyway, so I think new hood hinges will help me get it where it is. And what are
0: hinges gonna run you on that? Fifty bucks.
1: I don't know. So I, I gotta. I don't think there are a lot, but. The, Another thing I was thinking about doing is there's a company somewhere in the East Coast where if you send them your original hinges, mm-hmm. they redo them so they're better than new. Or I guess it's people who have used this service swear by it. So I'm thinking about doing that. I don't. We'll see. Yeah. I, might, I might get lazy and just to order some new hinges from LMC Truck, though. Uh, uh, another thing, though, that's happening with the truck, which I've hinted at, but I haven't gone into more detail. Um, so... Clarion, the audio company. Yep, they have this program called Clarion Builds, and their first car they did was a BMW 2002. And the idea is they want to take a car that's pretty cool and then make it look really clean and close to stock on the outside, and then do very minor, you know, correct upgrades. Under the skin, so this two thousand two came out fucking awesome um, i've seen it i've took it for i've driven it for a quick spin around the block they want to let me take it longer and shoot a video on it which i'm dying to do I just haven't had time yet um, but it's got you know clarion auto system it's mm-hmm. got it 's got uh they did like suspension and brakes and, and oh so
0: they didn't just do the interior no and they the did audio. other things too yeah okay. it's not
1: just audio so but but they did like good looking I think BBS style wheels on the outside and you know, and the car is clean and, and the interior is very clean. So they so, didn't it's not it's not done stupidly. <sighs> it's very basic, simple, minor upgrades to make it better driving today. Um and then they also do the audio system.
0: So what is the is the angle on their behalf? Are they doing everything just to promote the audio gear? Is that to have like a nice car to promote the so. I, I guess so.
1: I guess so. Because with this car, um, they had the, one of their um, media partners, I guess you would call it. They sponsor Chris Forsberg, you know, Pro drifter mm-hmm. Chris Forsberg. So he's done some work on the car. Uh, he was at an event where people – he was taking people for rides in it, uh, which I also had to miss, unfortunately. Um, but so that car's done. They're going to let me drive it. They're already working on their second car. Uh, which is an NSX? They took this kind okay. of tired NSX, and they're basically bringing it back to life. And they'll try to like do very, again, you know, slightly nicer wheels, a little bit better suspension, maybe a short shifter, just very minor things without changing the car dramatically. And then they'll give it a Clarion
0: Auto System. Yeah, I mean, uh, how bad could an NSX really get?
1: Right. Well, I mean, I'm sure you could stance it and be fucking stupid, but they're not
0: doing that. But even still, I mean, it's it's a good base that seems like that'd be a car that even if you found yeah. one that was kind of beat up, right. Be- Pretty good candidate to bring back.
1: Yes, and it, it, that's exactly what they're doing. And, and I, um, we'll be updating that. Co- they're updating it, but I'm following the build on Hooniverse. So I've been talking to them, and I asked if they had any gear for my truck. And they said, Why don't you bring it down? So now we're going to do a full system for the truck. <laughs> <laughs> so some people are going to love this, and some people are going to hate it because the original radio wasn't in there. Um, right. It was like an old dual style shaft tape deck. Um,
0: which But you sucked. have people like Vintage Audio that make stuff that looks
1: I I have one of those. Mm-hmm. I have one that I was going to put in. Um the retro sound, really cool looking unit, you know, classic Ford logo and then it has Bluetooth and in the back of it it has USB. It, so it looks it fits Oh, that's look- cool. Yeah. We're not going that direction anymore. Well, no, it's Clarion now. Yeah. Yeah, it's like cuz there um they're doing the whole thing. We're doing a, a, a modern head unit. This is the part that are, some people are going to – some people love, some people hate. We're putting a modern head unit. But you know you've
0: what? got a hole in the dash. I mean, right. it's better right. than a hole in the dash. Right. Uh,
1: yes. And, I, and me, I personally love really good audio systems. I love them. Yeah. Um, so having driving the truck with no music has fucking sucked. Uh, and I, I've it,
0: seen you rolling around with a Bluetooth occasionally. Speaker yeah, speaker. I the do front.
1: the the Bluetooth speaker, um, and you know some people are like, "Oh, you should just enjoy the sound of the car." Well, this isn't like some tuned up hot rod, or you know, it's it's a it's a truck. <laughs> and it I know, sounds like a, a
0: it sounds like a lumpy old truck. It doesn't sound like anything. Right. It's not that it's bad. It no, just no, It doesn't no, sound like anything special. D- no,
1: it's the, yeah, and. Um, and I could still hear it, anyways. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's a lumpy old truck. It's yeah, it's not like well. Here's the beautiful thing gorgeous. with the stereo
0: is that if you want to hear the car, you can turn. It I can off. turn
1: it down. Um, but I like having really good music in my cars, and so now I'm excited because I could potentially have just a phenomenal system.
0: Well, I mean, that was my standpoint with the with, when I had the the uh, the element was that the element is not a particularly fun car to drive. It is good transportation mm-hmm. to get you somewhere reliably. However, I, I maintain that I'm like, well, if you're going to spend a lot of time in the car, there should be something about it you really like, mm-hmm. and I think an audio system is a perfectly reasonable thing, especially if it's something that you're going to spend any time commuting in, right? Um, especially on something that old too, where you throw some Dynamat in there, yeah. and you throw some, you know, some nice, um, some nice upgrades to the panels to, to give them a little stiffening for the uh, for the speakers and all that stuff. It's going to make all the difference in the yeah. world, yeah. Especially the Dynamat in that is going to be. Such a difference.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be nice. Um and I was thinking we'd do honestly, I thought it'd be a head unit and mm-hmm. two speakers. Like that'd be it. And we bring it over there and the guy's going through, he's like, Okay, so we can do uh two speakers in each door, we can do a, a tweeter up here by the dash, and then we can fit underneath your seat. Two powered subs. I was like, "Holy shit, we're really rounding this thing out." Uh, and I told him, "Like, I told him, I don't want like you know thump thump thump. I want really clean, balanced sound." And they go, right. "Oh, of course. We don't do you know like super bassy. we this is going to be um, so it could it could turn out pretty interesting." Uh, I'm very I'm I'm talking about it now finally because I got the email that they've ordered the parts, so we're waiting for the parts to come in, and then. They're like, yeah, well, and uh, we'll take the truck. I was like, oh, cool. What do you need? Expect them to be like, you know, a week, two weeks, something like that. They're like, oh, we'll do it in a day. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. All right. Well, then I'll come over because they're not far from your truck. Is
0: cheap. your truck is dead simple? I could yeah, I know, but I, know. I,
1: I I expect them to like work on it a little bit here. They're like, no, no. Once we start, we're gonna start and then finish. Uh, I was like, all right, cool. So I'll cruise in. And I like I said, if you need it, you know, for a little bit longer, just let me know. I'll drop it off a day early, whatever. It's I live twenty minutes away. Not a big deal. Um, I'll take that BMW 2002 home. <laughs> so yeah, we're doing a full Clarion audio system in the truck. Um, oh, I think it even this kit that they're installing. Uh-huh. I think it might even have a reverse camera, which is silly but kind of nice. cool. As long as it doesn't look ugly on the back, because I don't want anything ugly. Um, and I don't think it does. You
0: probably won't even be able to see it. Really. I, I
1: doubt it. And it's a long, it's a long bed truck, so that's kind of
0: awesome. <laughs> I'm betting they'll probably tuck it up like next to the license plate or under the bumper.
1: Which means I need to get my roll pan installed. (laughs) Yeah, because yeah, we'll need to do that. They could always do it in the um, up by the hitch too for the tailgate, probably, Mm -hmm. or not the hitch, but the handle. Um, But yeah, so I'm waiting on that. Um, I got to talk to Rick too because we still got to do the driveshaft. I'm it's it's now that the truck runs cool. It's that's the top thing on my list. Is it just out of balance? I just can't. No, the if you look at the the center um, bearing, it's. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's fucking.
0: (laughs) It's gone. If
1: I'm. I'm waiting one of these days when I'm, like, cruising down the highway at 60, 65, just to see here, wha-bang, and just like, oh, shit, my drive yeah, shaft's gone. Do
0: me a favor, Jeff. Do that sooner rather than later, because <laughs> a broken drive shaft is not wabang, It's wha-boom. You might die. Uh, because drive shafts have a have a tendency to break through floorboards, and sometimes this, turn- is, a,
1: this is a two piece. The, it's a, the back half. It'll, it'll just go.
0: <laughs> it'll be it'll be fine. It's gonna nunchuck itself around under the truck.
1: Nah, yeah, it'll, it'll no. It's gonna nunchuck it into some fucking Prius behind me. Is what it's gonna do. Um, but we're we're getting it fixed. Fa- it's, it's like a fourteen dollar part, but it's a matter of getting the truck up on a lift because I don't want to get under there without. Hell, I help. bet
0: I bet an aftermarket drive shaft on that's probably like nothing.
1: Maybe. Um but I and I called someplace just to see what they would charge to get in there and do it and also do U joints while they're in there. And mm-hmm. U joints are expensive. And if mm-hmm. you're already in there and they were like, ah oh, it'd be like four to six hundred bucks. I'm like Yeah. Get twisted. We're not and I don't know if that's good or bad, but there's no way I'm paying that for the truck.
0: Well you're paying for labor. You I know, know that, but that's why it's going to Rick Shop. Yeah. I mean honestly. That work is child real. labor. That work is very very easy. You I mean Rick could show you how to do it in 15 minutes. That's what
1: I'm, I but this is a job where I don't want to take the risk of mess, messing it up, but it's going to be cool to watch. And uh um, Yeah,
0: you could do it with supervision. I'll put it right, that way. Right.
1: Right, 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 right. And then after that, um look at some uh well, I I want to do the brakes, but if I'm going in there to do them, I I kind of want to take the time and upgrade the
0: fronts to discs. Absolutely. Yeah. Um absolutely actually i have some people that i could probably put you in touch with on on the brake front
1: yeah do they is, can i can just go to a junkyard <laughs> apparently uh, i can no in. but i could
0: probably get you some aftermarket brakes if free they fit, if not yeah. super super cheap
1: yeah i think i just have to size them out to whatever equivalent more modern f-150 and they still probably bolt in so
0: oh no they, i mean there are a million kits made for those old yeah, trucks
1: yeah no i'm not worried about that so. um absolutely uh, now, on the, the Wombat front, I haven't been there in a while. Someone told me that I was there a couple weeks ago, and they cleared out some of the jobs that they needed to make space for, and I was told my car is now moved so that it's up on a lift, which to me is a good sign that things are about to happen. So we'll see.
0: It has gone from the corner to a lift.
1: Yes. that's Yeah.
0: That's an improvement at the very least. It's an
1: improvement. So we'll see.
0: We'll How see. long has the Wombat been going now?
1: Two years. I has think. It, At least two years. It might, it, might be, it might have been in that shop for two years. Jesus, it's so... And it's not the shop's t- fault. No, They're no, They're no. doing this for just, no money, basically. It's
0: just funny to me how quickly time has gone. I know. Because since that you bought that car, and then 13 months later, your wife got pregnant, and now you have a child.
1: Yeah, so I need the wagon more than ever. <laughs> not the truck. <laughs> she can't ride in the truck. Um, but... Uh, on the new car side of things, uh, I recently spent a, f- a few days with the um, the Aston Martin V8 Vantage GT Roadster.
0: Now, we were both in the the coupe, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Had the coupe.
1: Um, but the so I'd never driven the V8 Vantage GT Roadster. You know, it's not much different. Sounds that V8 it's, sounds it's like great. a regular
0: Vantage, just wobblier. Yeah,
1: it's got a. Uh, no, it felt it felt good. Um, yeah. It felt good. I didn't notice any of uh, any of that. No um, cowl shake, nothing. Nah. Um, and the manual gearbox is fantastic in a car like that. But the big difference this car is since it's a 2016 model year, it has the updated um, center stack, like out of the vanquish. Uh, ah, the one that doesn't is, suck? Yes, Yeah. exactly. Um, now, I wasn't supposed to get this car. I was supposed to get a repeat, but
0: something happened to it,
1: and I didn't get it
0: i.e. another journalist crashed it
1: um i know exactly what happened to it and i can't tell you i can tell you off the air but i I can't just because i the person who told me i don't you know i'm friends with them so i don't want to jeopardize anything there um but it's funny uh so and and again anybody listening uh if you see me in a bar or at a at a somewhere And you offer me beer, I'll tell you off-air stories if you remember and remind me, if you buy
0: me a beer. Yeah, there are a lot of things that we know about that we can't really talk about. Oh, tons. Yeah.
1: Something happened last night that I can't talk about for like a week, and it's awesome. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. And I'll be writing about it for not Hooniverse. Yeah. but whatever I'll tell you I can tell you about that later too yeah uh, okay so yeah the Wombat's doing oh so new car stuff uh, yeah the fun thing with the Aston was I had a flight on Monday which was when the car goes back mm-hmm. no 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 I dropped it off sorry I dropped it off at the airport on, on a Wednesday and it's just it's so nice pulling up to valet at an airport and you like yep hey, uh, do you know how to handle one of these Aston Martin <laughs> the guy's like yep uh, and like I, I didn't mean to say it to me be a dick I just because the e-brake's on the left side, and most people aren't used to that. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, he's like, no, no, I know, I know. All right, cool. And he gets in, and he stalled it right away. But uh, I, st- I the car stalled on me like six times, so I didn't. It wasn't his fault. Just a tricky clutch. <laughs> just, no, <laughs> just an Aston Martin. Just, it's just British. <laughs> I was. It, it has nothing to do with the clutch. Um, yeah, it's a quirk of manual Astons I've noticed. Well,
0: that's a that's a V eight. That's probably not long for this world. No. It's I'm willing I'm very much willing to bet that, that that car is going to get the 4 liter AMG V8. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. That's and, that's and, very likely going to be the yep, motor. Turbocharged applications and which is going to be a huge upgrade for that car. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's going to go 430 horsepower I think up to 550
1: which means that their V12s have to get crazier too, but I mean Mercedes V12s are also
0: bananas. I would anticipate the V12 probably just being a lot like the Yarra V12, maybe a little tamer. Uh,
1: no, nah, I don't think they'd go that big. Uh, no, no. I, I think they're going to go because, yeah, I think they're going to go more compact. Which, well, the Yarra uh, 700. Oh yeah, I don't. S- maybe some crazy one will do like a V12 Vantage GT. The next one yeah. would be bananas. But I mean, how much? I don't. I don't even know if the Vulcan I think is like 690. I could be wrong about that. It could be over seven hundred, but I don't know. Apparently, a friend of mine had a chance to buy a Vulcan. <laughs> okay, they they're ma- they're making twenty four of them. You know what the Vulcan is, right? It's their uh, oh, yeah. 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 Uh, so my f- this is my friend who his um, the collector. He- yes, the collector. This is the collector uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, no, yeah. So he uh, he owns part of a Mercedes dealership now in Massachusetts, and the uh, that would be why he got a crack at it. Right. Well, the principal okay. owner of that dealership, who owns a number of dealerships, who used to work underneath Herb Chambers mm-hmm. and then broke out on his own because, uh, you know, I guess it's probably not the greatest person to work under is herb chambers uh even though he's one of the most successful car dealers in the world uh so this guy broke out on his own owns tons of dealerships now this guy was in Pebble, and he found a way because i I thought these cars were all sold 24 of them i thought you know high end people like oh yeah give me one of those i'll take it yeah absolutely 2.4 million yeah no big deal
0: which is it's amazing you would think oh an expensive car like that would stick around they're usually gone before they're even announced to the public. Yeah,
1: I mean, if it's a Ferrari, fucking Ferrari owners are jacking off in the corner. Pictures of Enzo Ferrari, and like that's required. Have you to seen buy four five
0: it. eight special prices? <laughs> no, they're up like 40 percent over the uh, over the factory well, price already. Have you seen GT
1: three RS prices? Yeah, they're insane. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, this guy offered one to my friend, and then he bought one himself. Then my friend passed, so one of his other. So, this guy technically bought like two of them, um, even though one was for someone else. So, his name wasn't on both of them, but he's like, you'll take two. He's not, I don't know why I use that accent, but it just kind of fit. I'm not even, that, that, that accent didn't even belong to a nation. That no, was- no. <laughs> um, <and> so, <laughs> it's like a mafioso from Transylvania. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, my friend had an opportunity to buy one, but he's like, ah, I don't want to spend that much on that car. Um, which. It
0: may actually be a bad move in the long run. I think so too.
1: Um, but I, I, that area isn't his game price point wise. Yeah. He called me while Pebble was going on. He's like, "Hey, have you heard of the Aston Vulcan?" I'm like, "Yeah, I was actually standing next to it a couple of weeks ago in Gaiden." Um, but so yeah, I, I know what it is. And I said, "Yeah, I think they're asking $2.4 million." And he's like, "And he," I kind of hear an "Oh, like a oh, all right, yeah, no, no, that's not <laughs> that's a little richer than yeah, yeah." I mean, he could afford it, but he's he's not
0: that's not his. he's got money, but that's still a lot of that's, money yeah,
1: that's a lot of money um that's that's a bigger game than he usually
0: which played. as we said, in the long term, that car's gonna go up, yes, I mean in a year that car is probably worth three million, yeah, yeah, but. You know, if you like having a bit of liquidity. Right, right. So,
1: I don't know. I I, I would would love to have been able to consult him a little bit more and be like, yeah, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Because then the next thing I'd be like,
0: I'm flying out there. I'm driving. I love your version of consulting. It's just like, should I buy this? Yes, you should. (laughs) Right,
1: right. Uh, Because the other guy who bought one, um, I guess they're talking and my friend's like, well, it's a track only car. Even though... They're building a, tr- a private track near that he's going to be a member of near him in New Hampshire. Right. He's like, it's a track-only car. Oh, I didn't realize they were building a new track in New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. Track. It's been in the works for a while, and it's finally like three-quarters
0: of the way done. Because they just put another one together in Massachusetts, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Hmm. Yeah, there's there's one going in New Hampshire. Um, but this other guy is like, ah, because he's like, I can't drive it on the street. He's like, dealer plates. you can't. It's track-only, dealer plates. He said his only answer is dealer plates. So this guy is going to try to
0: drive the car on the street with dealer plates. You know what? If you were to get pulled over, the, the cop probably wouldn't even know what to do with wouldn't it. Wouldn't even know. He'd be like, whoa, what kind, I mean, of, what kind of
1: Ferrari, Bugatti Nusa, Testarossa, Enzo is that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, I mean, look how confused they get with just press cars. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And we show them the documents and go, look, this belongs to Mazda USA. Right. You know.
1: Why doesn't I have a front plate? Because fuck you. That's why. Because right? it's
0: not registered in this state, you retard. Right. <laughs> you should know that. It's your job. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I have Illinois plates on my the car I'm driving
0: outside right now. What are you driving right now? Subaru Outback. Ah. Did it come with two dogs and, <laughs> and a lesbian life mate? No, but I, took, I
1: had to take my dog to the vet today, so I took a picture of him in the back and said, uh, dog here. It's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. So I got my dog photo in the car. And you know what's funny? I didn't think I – I feel like I don't see – let me back up. The concept of synchronicity. I get it all the time in cars. As in the Sting album? No. As in, I'm driving something and I start to see a lot more of that. And I didn't expect it to happen in the super. Like if I'm in a, in a Bentley, but like, yeah. oh shit, there's another Bentley. Uh, <sighs> if I'm in an Aston, wow, there's a, another Aston. Right. Um, I mean, to anything, to you know. My, actually, you know what? When I was in the MX-5, though, I I didn't see. I barely saw other Miatas, which. Threw me, blew me away. I expected him to like flock to the car, just sense that I was in it. Um, But so, Subaru Outback. I don't, I feel like I don't see a lot of those. The new one, you know, it's bigger. Not here. It's almost, I've seen so many of them in the last few days. Yeah. I was, when I just got back from a trip on Friday, that Saturday, I went to my, do my Saturday morning bagel run thing. uh, And I'm, I pull out of my complex, take a left, and I'm waiting at the light. And right in front of me is an Outback. I was like, huh. On the way back, another Outback. Later that day, two more Outbacks. I was like, what the fuck? I, I guess there there are plenty of Outbacks out here.
0: Well, it's like I know people in New Hampshire that own multiple hatchbacks oh, yeah. just between them. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. You go, to, you go to New England, especially when you get into northern New England. Yep. They're everywhere. Oh, it's the state car
1: of Vermont, no question. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and it's, it's good, but the one I'm driving has the 2.5 liter motor, not the bigger 3.6. I really, 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 really wish the four. This is the
0: normally aspirated 2.5, right?
1: Yeah, it needs a turbo.
0: Yeah, that's a kind of a dog of a motor. It is,
1: and you know, it's got the CVT. Um, I wish the brakes had a little bit more bite to them, Um, but other than that, it's nice. Getting Mm -hmm. a a baby seat in and out of it is really easy. The doors open really wide, and there's plenty of room back there. Uh, I like that the rear cargo space and all way the way in the back is the rubber floor mat flooring. Right. Um, Which I I think that's just an option. Subaru does because they love the dog stuff and the outdoors. A lot of times,
0: anything that's got a hatch or, you know, just even if it's a hatchback or never mind if it's a wagon, you can get that rubber as an
1: option. Yeah, it's it's a little bit, like a couple hundred bucks extra. But it doesn't have nav, though, which is, I think you can get it through an app. I'm not 100% sure on that, but it doesn't have nav. I
0: like the fact that it doesn't have a nav. It's realistic in going, you're going to use your phone.
1: Yeah, but at thirty thousand dollars, I'd expect the car. To I don't care off. at
0: thirty thousand dollars. I actually want them to remove the nav for me. <laughs> I don't want their shittery factory programs. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough.
1: Um, all right, uh, but and the it, you know it, it does have though a Harman Kardon sound system, which seems aggressive for that 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 segment. It goes
0: back to my concept from earlier. If you do, if the rest of the car is very blah. You may as well have one thing about it you really there
1: like. There you go. There you go. Uh, the seats are super comfortable. The uh, visibility is great. Tons of cargo space. It's just the motor's a bit of a dog. I don't love the gearbox. Though, yeah. they do give you paddles, which I know you're just faking ratios, but I still appreciate kicking it down, not having to use the brakes as much on the highway. You know what,
0: though? That's great, though, for, for once again, shitty weather. Yeah. Being able to hold a gear or something yeah. like that. If you're trying to... You know, sometimes you are sliding around a little bit and sometimes you do want to keep it in first to keep that wheels to keep the wheels spinning just to kind of get a little momentum to yeah. get out of where you're stuck.
1: Yep. And I also like it if you're in a mountainous region on the downhill side, you know, yep. you're not riding the brakes like an asshole, you're just in third and fourth ratio.
0: And I've had friends, I've had two friends that got in really horrible uh car accidents in those cars, but in previous generations of them, those things are the Volvos of Japan. Yeah. They are built like tanks.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and now it's it's. I pulled up to a couple older generation uh, Outback wagons. This mm. one is so much bigger, so
0: much bigger. Uh, it's, it's crossover at this point. Pretty it's, much. Oh
1: yeah. It's it still has wagon proportions from the side. Like the Forester looks more crossovery, but this is
0: this feels much bigger than a Forester. It's like a it's like an Audi Allroad if it didn't suck. Yeah.
1: Well, the, the, the Audi Allroad. It's not.
0: Terrible, but it's, it's not, not great. It's not terrible, but it's, it's a car that impressive. if you're actually buying a car, you don't want to own because they break constantly. Yeah, but the
1: the original ones had charm. The original A6 based 2.7. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. There's something cool about the cars, no yeah. doubt about that. It's just they. Uh, my cousin owned two of them. Right. And if you looked at them cross-eyed oh, yeah. on a Tuesday, totally, the air suspension would give out.
1: Right. But the the, the newer one. Is, is the one I'm thinking of, and the A4-based one. And that car could be cool, but it's so expensive, and it doesn't bring that much to the table. It doesn't have the adjustable suspension. It doesn't have the charm. It's just an A4 wagon with body cladding and a slight lift. Where, just give
0: us the fucking A4 wagon. So Subaru up to this point has had a pretty nice niche with that car in that they were one of the few wagons that were still out there. They were all-wheel drive. They were... They were the car for the excruciatingly practical person. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Now that they've gone to a crossover, do they now just become another fish in the big pond?
1: No, I think they still have that brand loyalty. That like if if you're a Subaru person you're a Subaru person and mm-hmm. I don't think they're getting away from that and even without the nav at you know cars are expensive these days so a thirty thousand dollar car and I mean like on the nose thirty thirty one thousand not like oh it's actually thirty five it's just around thirty one thousand it's it's pretty comfortable um, again I wish it had the nav but it has a nice sound system um, sounds like a better pro- value
0: proposition than like a Camry or something like that. I mean, yeah, you're getting but, all-wheel but, drive, but the,
1: the Camry shopper would never even consider.
0: Which is a shame because I, they really should. Well, the
1: weird thing is, so the average person shops in the segment, and and the enthusiast shops by price. If we have, if we don't go, I need a midsize sedan. What are my options? You and I would go. I have thirty thousand dollars to spend. What can I get?
0: That's my first question when somebody goes, "What car should I buy?" And I go, "What's your budget?" Right. That's that's the first thing we always say is what's your budget. Yeah. It doesn't matter like what do you like, it's what your budget right. because some brand you like may build complete garbage in the price range that you're sure. buying. You know, like you don't want to buy a $30,000 Mercedes because right. it's going to suck.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh I haven't driven the new GLA yet though, and that's supposed to be pretty good, but
0: Uh Matt just had the GLA 45 here. That car is ridiculous in, in every sense of the word. Oh. Uh it's yes, it's very good. But it's it, it is silly. It's like sixty five grand. <laughs> yeah, and it has winglets on it. Yeah, it has winglets on a fucking tiny crossover slash wagon. Right. It's just it's absurd. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, that's funny. Uh, I gotta drive that one. I still gotta finish my S sixty three video though before I go. Ask them for more cars.
0: I am waiting right now. On uh, I, I hit up page one for a diesel uh, a diesel Colorado because I had some people that asked me for my opinion on it. So yeah. uh, I think we're going to have that in November. Nice. So uh, be able to report back on that. That is an interesting thing because they brought that motor over from Asia, I believe. Um, and not...
1: It's, oh, no. Yeah, you're right. I was thinking Chrysler for a second. I was thinking Italy.
0: Yeah. Um, no, it's not the VM Maturi. Right. Uh, so they brought that motor over from Asia and they had to do some tweaking as far as getting it legal with our emission standards because in Asia they're like,
1: Whatever. Does it
0: shoot fire out the back? No. Okay, it's legal. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm very curious about that truck. Uh, I haven't had a good press truck uh, for a while. The last one I think I had. Oh shit! Wait, I'm gonna mix them up because it was it was a long time ago that I had the Sierra. That was just that was like a that was a luxury car. Yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. Um, but I think I've had something since then. And I, oh, I. Did I have the Tacoma? I don't fucking know. I haven't had the new Tacoma, but I had—I think I had the Tacoma. I've heard very pro,
0: very mid-length. Thing. Like the new Tacoma is not getting great reviews. Yeah, it's like middle of the road. The sweetheart seems to be the Colorado these days. Yeah, and i, I can totally see why. I mean, we had the Blake and I were, split the F one fifty and the uh, the Colorado for a couple of weeks there, and um, the Colorado. I mean, obviously we had a we had a F one fifty with every option on demand, so it was very cush. It was a nice truck. But then we got into Colorado, which was specced more as an average person would buy it. Mm-hmm. And it was a damn good truck. Nice. It was really enjoyable. <laughs> it like got good gas mileage. And it was way faster than I expected it to be. Yeah? Yeah. That uh, Well, they put the new V6 in it that is just an LT1 minus two cylinders. Huh. So it's exactly what they used to do with the old but LT1. It, does
1: It ha- It doesn't have the eight-speed,
0: does it? Uh, no. I believe it was a six-speed. Good. Um that was before that eight the eight-speed speed was out.
1: Uh, speaking of GM stuff, do you see the numbers on the new Camaro?
0: Yeah, fucking fast. Yeah, fast as shit. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. I think that Camaro is going to wax the fucking floor with the Mustang. I really do. It could. It's it's built on that Alpha Chassis, yeah. which is fucking spectacular. Yeah,
1: and I and I'd be the first. I'm no Camaro fan, but. I love that platform. So, and I'm getting a chance to drive that car. This is going to be a fun trip. Uh, so, to promote the new Camaro, uh, Chevy is doing a bunch of customer events around the country. Mm-hmm. Um, to get the car to the different cities, they've employed journalists to drive them there.
0: Ah, you're a reporter for the week.
1: Yeah, very smart. So, I picked, I had a choice of four. Legs that I could choose from. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of those involved Bozeman, Montana, which I picked because I, I've always wanted to go to Montana. I didn't get Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I got Orlando to New Orleans. And I picked it because hopefully something for the story will be ridiculous at the end of New Orleans.
0: You'll see some dumb shit. Right. The drive itself will be boring as fuck. Right. Because I've done that more times than I care. Uh, And
1: I basically have about a day to do the drive. No problem. I mean, but I'm also shooting video.
0: Still no problem. All
1: right. But the fun thing is they said I could invite a photographer or video person, and I invited uh, Sam Drift Idiot Nalvin. Oh, yeah. he's, He's... He's like my Sam. co-driver. Yeah, Sam's, Sam's awesome. Um, so uh, we're we combining forces on this video. You
0: guys should go watch his drivers on driver driver on driver series.
1: Yes, you should on Huniverse. Yes, Facebook the Huniverse Facebook page. Well, on the website too, but they are prominently on our Facebook Huniverse page. Yes, I said that correctly. Uh, the last one they just did with Jared DeAnda. Jared DeAnda was fucking hilarious. Um, so those those videos are awesome. He is
0: very good at the deadpan.
1: He's extremely good at it, and I, I finally saw uh, Mad Fury Road. So oh, you I, hadn't I, seen it until no, now? No. So when he did the Witness Me, I had no idea. Oh. What okay. it was from, but now it it's even funnier, um, and it's funny too because I've been playing the video game for a while before I've even seen the movie. How uh, how is the game treating you? By the way, I love it. Do you? Yeah, I like it a lot. It's very repetitive, but uh, I'm enjoying the re- the the things it's
0: having me do. Is it just basically become mindless and you veg out?
1: <sighs> Not sort of not totally mindless um i mean the the fighting system is fairly simple because it's very um batman arkham whatever
0: batman's fight system is pretty pretty it's, it's, deep though
1: yeah i mean this one though it's basically like you know you just parry and then parry and then punch and then that's mostly it but there's Dodge like some smash yeah but there, but there's also some shooting you can do uh, especially when you're in your car, you can pull out a sniper rifle. Right. Um, but you also have a, a harpoon that you can shoot at other cars. Harpoons are always good. And, like, good. pull their tires the off and shit. Are always good. Or pull the driver right out of the car. Uh, so there's fun shit like that. Uh, so, so far, so good. I mean, I'm just – I'm really killing time until Fallout comes out, which is what everybody's doing.
0: Yeah, well, that's going to be the 10th. I, I have my copy already ordered, um, which I never pre-order yeah, games. You're but you're not want,
1: supposed to pre-order.
0: I want that game on the very first goddamn day. Yeah, I know. Um, but, I mean, you can do that yeah. electronically, can't you? I hate buying electronic copies of games because the second they cut off their authorization servers, yeah, your entire game library goes away.
1: Yeah, yeah. Also, I've i i, I I've been pretty much strictly digital lately, yeah. but I do miss going to GameStop and trading in the games for some... Like, having that little interaction.
0: I couldn't even tell you the last time I stepped foot into a GameStop. When I order games, it's almost always just through Amazon. Sure, sure. I don't get rid of games anymore just because it's so... It's well, you, so- you have a library. I do, but I rarely go back and actually play them. I mean, right. to me, it's for what they offer you for games. It's like almost not worth my time to go yeah. down there when they come back. When you walk in with a game that you just paid sixty dollars for, and they go, "We'll give you twelve Yeah, I'm like, "Fuck it, it's not yeah. worth giving it to you."
1: Though, randomly, one time I went in, and my brother had this. He gave me this game to play, and I'd forgotten about it. So I went to trade it in a long time later, and it was some MMA game. Yeah. that I guess people loved. And then the developer went out of business, so another developer picked up the title and made a new version that and was they super bad. So everybody loved this one. Yeah. So I, this no-nothing game I got like $30 for, which for and it's like a way out-of-date MMA fighting game. It's like, oh, shit, okay, yeah. okay, Peace. Maybe I should have kept it. Um, but whatever. I've uh, actually yeah. been
0: eyeing. There's a company now that makes a little board that you plug into a regular NES. You get to do a little disassembly of it. But it gives you an HDMI out.
1: Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. That's kind of funny. You just buy a shitty one at a yard sale or, or yeah, Craigslist whatever. or something. Yeah. So you don't mind cutting it up. Nice. Uh, so another car. This just reminded me of something else. And I'll, I'll talk about that first. Uh, but <clears> the car <throat> it's about is the 2016 Civic, which my video went up just a couple yeah, hours yeah, ago. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Um, So, during the presentation for the Civic, they were talking about you know their high strength steel. Which every time you go to a new car, there's more. Everybody wants to talk about lighter and stronger. Um, You know, so they were showing us crash modeling that they had done on the Civic. Mm -hmm. uh, You know, um, frontal offset impact and this and that. And the neat thing was because they plug in all these data points, you know, the software is going to be pretty realistic based on this, and they can show you with photorealism what the car will look like. Then they can do it again and take the sheet metal off. Then they can do it again and just look at this one member. Then they can do it without the wheel there so you can see all the shock. Right. So they can show you all these layers. And I'm watching it, the photorealistic one, and and thinking, holy shit, we need this for Forza or Gran Turismo because if they could just, I mean, it's way more data points to map. Way more data points. But if the, the, the better systems down the
0: road... They fundamentally use a different system of rendering. Ah. They use what they call as ray tracing versus this is polygons. Ray tracing is what you would use for, like, Toy Story. It's a very different technology, and it's, like, almost impossible to do in real time. Mm. It's very, very expensive to do. Gotcha. But, yeah. So,
1: but, like, on the outside, it makes things very pretty, but...
0: It's, yeah, it's, it's computationally more than we can do on a game. Because the other one, you render
1: it once for a very long render, and then you just replay it type of thing
0: it's actually the other way around it's the ray tracing is, is you render it once and you're you're done mm-hmm. versus a video game which is on the fly constantly yeah uh, that said I mean we look at stuff now and it's just like it looks better than the cutscenes yeah. that we used to see and yeah. it's just like wow how far we've come right so the new Star Wars game is Fucking amazing! Oh yeah, that does look good. Battlefront, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, uh, and the, I've, i I because is it still in beta or is it out of beta now?
0: Uh no, they had a public thing where they let everybody go on and play for a little bit, but that's done. It's gonna be out in a few weeks, so oh, okay. it's no big deal.
1: I've, I'm, I'm, yeah, we're totally off the rails here in video games. But I don't care whatever. The um, our audience is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the I've been watching. I haven't played it, but I've been watching the videos uh, of just the like random highlights where like somebody's going through and fighting then all of a sudden they see Vader in the distance and then you see them turn like oh shit I gotta get the fuck out of here and then there was one where uh, Luke forced pushed a guy off a cliff and he did it into a passing um, TIE TIE fighter and they both exploded and the guy's like oh oh my god I just and like he was so shocked that he actually did it it was the game looks fucking dope Um, but it's basically
0: Battlefield Star Wars right? yeah yeah, think of it that way but it's dice isn't it? Yeah, I believe it is. And they're all all the EA stuff. They get tired of paying Unreal to license their stuff, so they're using the same engine. Like Need for Speed, Battlefield, Star Wars, Dragon Age. They all use the same game engine, which is kind of mind blowing. Hmm. That's um, that is nuts. Which is it's so funny because you have a game like Dragon Age. It's an RPG using the same engine as Need for Speed. Right. It's just they're so vastly different.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. <clears throat> um, so this, the reason I thought about the crash model was the Civic. Yeah. So I was in uh, the New York, Connecticut area for the launch. They launched it in three different cities, and I picked the New York one just because I was already going to be on the East Coast, and I wanted the flight miles. Um, no, but I was in Boston, uh, so it just worked out. Um, the Civic we drove was the new sedan. So it's mm-hmm. the least exciting one in the family, in my opinion. But it's good uh, – I like that because I considered it a good first taste of the new Civic. Um, And we're driving the one-and-a-half-liter turbos.
0: Okay. Which is a big thing for Honda because this is the first time they've really done – I mean, they had the RDX with the turbo for a little while, Mm -hmm. but otherwise Honda shied away from turbos almost completely. Uh, I think they did
1: in other markets, but the U.S., this is like pretty much – this might be the first turbo Honda, not Acura, but specifically Honda – In the States,
0: I think. And even then, it was just the one Acura. Yeah. And I think it was the RDX, yeah.
1: Right. So the motor is great. The engine is... People get so pissed when I say motor. The engine is great. Um, (laughs) I even edited... I did like two takes in the car when I'm going through. I was like, oh, shit, I said motor. But I'm glad I stopped myself and said engine because that
0: one fucking Motor authority. Motor trend. Right. Get your motor running. right? You know? Um,
1: Get your motor... Yeah. Uh, So the car the styling is going to be hit and miss. I think it's I like that they're pushing it and they're not pushing it as far as Nissan, even though I think the new Maxima looks pretty great. I like that they're they're a little bit more aggressive
0: in their styling here with the Civic, which is good because they were so Honda had really lost their their kind of yeah. stride for a while. I think they got it back. They started to get it back
1: with the the current Accord. I think that's a pretty damn well, good Well, now record. I think
0: that there's a Honda in charge of the company again. It seems like they've kind of reinvigorated
1: well, the neat thing about this Civic, one of the things is that this is the first American-led development of the Civic ever. Oh, really? In all ten generations. The, you, so what they just basically Honda they, America was like, we got this.
0: Did they finally just go, look, we sell more here; it makes sense to give kind us a of. crack at it.
1: Um, kind of, but it, but it's still a global thing. So right. so say the, the UK was really good at this one area; they focused on it. But it was American-led, and Japan handled a bunch, and you know other markets handled what fit their market, but. At its core, American Honda was the main Which
0: team. Which basically means it was done here in Southern California.
1: Yeah. Here and Ohio. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so the, the, the bummer with the turbo is it's only available with the CVT. That's it. No okay. six-speed manual. There's not an automatic option. If you get the base engine, um, that car can be had with a six-speed manual. And Honda makes good manuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this car, it's
0: just the CVT. That seems as though that's done on purpose to push people towards the Civic R. Well, they're, but they're, we're not even...
1: You still have the coupe. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be an SI before mm-hmm. you even get to the R. Um, and they're bringing over a five-door hatch. Oh,
0: so we're finally going to get a Euro-type Civic. Yes.
1: And I say in my video at the end of the video, like I hope they bring the manual for that one, even though they're probably not going to bring the... But that car... Civ- uh, like a Civic wagon hatchback would be fucking awesome, <laughs> and I, and then and then for some madman at SEMA to install the Type R powertrain, now we're fucking talking, people.
0: Well, is not the Type R? They're doing it as a two door coupe, but I'd be willing to bet they make that as the five door coupe too.
1: Mm, I don't know. I'd be shocked if they did. I think it's just going to be a little little boy racer coupe. There was
0: a, there was some news that came out on that that the the pricing on it was actually surprisingly reasonable. Yeah. Um. Yeah, in the UK market, they were. Say, I mean, they announced the UK pricing basically, and it, it was it was very very competitive for its price and borderline on kind of like surprisingly cheap. Nice. So that that, that bodes good things here because yeah. the UK market always sees a crazy markup on everything. So yeah. I bet you that car comes in here under under thirty grand
1: to start. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be very nice. I mean, for a car that you could set the front wheel drive record at the Nurburgring in, that's a pretty good deal.
0: Yeah, Honda finally stepped up and went. Okay, enough with Ford Fuck owning this. this. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, though I would have to imi- no, that's all we'll drive. Never mind. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, I'm very excited to see when that car. So the Civic Sedan was a great first taste. Now, besides the gearbox, um, the engine was nice. Steering feel was just okay. It was re- it was it wasn't great, uh, but the interior was excellent. Really felt super premium. They went to which is
0: surprising because Honda interiors have always been well put together but not particularly premium feeling
1: no this was this was they i mean you could tell where some of the stuff was fake but looked really good mm-hmm. but but done what like you know um a lot of people use the fake um cross stitching yeah it's, it's basically plastic um this theirs looked good but you could still tell it was fake uh the, everything felt nice uh and the, the top spec car is like 26 grand for the touring sedan. Okay.
0: Um, Which is good because I think that's coming in and undercutting a lot of their competition.
1: Yeah, and it has all these like safety features of ca- class above cars and uh, everything. The screen was fantastic. Really crisp and, and bright. Uh, and then no more of that dual waterfall bullshit that they had. Right.
0: Um, now, does this does this feel like this comes in where the Accord used to be?
1: I don't know. Because it, it, the, the Accords of old... In terms of steering mm-hmm. and general driving and dy- dynamics, to me, felt better because, you know, we were dealing with hydraulic power steering back then and, right. and the cars were lighter. So I, I I can't relate the current Civic to an older Accord at in anything besides size. That's it. Um,
0: but is it about the size of like an Accord of two generations ago?
1: I would assume it has to be, but I, I haven't looked at the numbers, so I can't say for sure. But, I mean, everything is now, you know, compacts are now midsize, midsize mid are not. That's just how right. I would have to guess that that's the case. I think the
0: only car I know of that shrunk in its segment is the Camaro.
1: <laughs> yeah, finally. Um, yeah, you're right. Uh, but it, it was a really enjoyable car, and um, it makes me, minus my few things, which you can go on YouTube and, and see, um, but it makes me excited for what's coming. I'm just really curious how they're going to do the steering tuning on both the SI and the Type R.
0: Yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, it's not impossible to get good electric steering.
1: It's not. Ford does. Ford does a really Ford's good job. Ford's managed of it. to
0: do it. Um, Porsche's managed to do it, and yeah. GM's managed to do it. But by and large, out of those three manufacturers, and, and only amongst certain models that they make, um, I think that it's still the the good electronic steering is is really most people have not got the hang of it yet. No, hang it they, they, they,
1: it's, it's almost like they're tuning it for something how they think it should be, and it just doesn't, It does. it's not the same.
0: There was a great piece in Car and Driver, the most recent one with the GT350 on the front, about that, in, in Ford and Porsche, or... Um, no it was g m and Porsche engineers chiming in and going this is this is what you need to do and they they basically said that it's the normal suspension geometry stuff they've just kind of everybody else has just kind of gotten lazy mm. um, and that you the kind of things that you would have to do to make a chassis very communicative before is what you have to do now to get kind of the normal you had to go to the extreme to get the good feel out of it. never mind the great feel right so you know very steep um, very steep uh, uh Caster angles and 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 so on, or not caster, um, camber. Can, uh, not even camber. My brain is fried right now. I can't even think. Caster camber. Uh, turbo and cabulator. Yes, the turbo and fabulator. <laughs> yes. Um,
1: so yeah, so because like, going back to the the Civic stuff, the my 2000 Si was one of my favorite front wheel drive cars I've ever driven in terms mm-hmm. of handling. The thing was fucking awesome, um, and the new Civic. At least the sedan obviously is is nowhere nowhere near that, and I'm so I'm very curious um, where the Si falls and then where the Type R falls. It's going to be really interesting to see.
0: That doesn't seem like that. I mean, if the Type R comes in under thirty grand, that doesn't leave a lot of room for the Si in the market.
1: No, no, because what
0: is the base? So that's why. That's DNA? why. See,
1: that's why under thirty grand would blow me away. Like I could see it more like thirty three to. Thirty-four, yeah, um, and then the SI is twenty-nine to thirty, and the Hatch will be you know twenty-eight to thirty-one or something like that.
0: So, what did this one actually price out at? Just like twenty-six something. Twenty-six, fully loaded. Okay,
1: yeah, because uh, it was the Touring, which is their top trim.
0: Yeah, that's 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 nothing to complain about,
1: and and, and it has a uh, CarPlay or Android Auto, and, and it, it, they eliminated the um, the uh, standard. Uh, pole emergency brake, right? which is fine because you're not going to be drifting your fucking Civic sedan um, unless you're an idiot. Uh, but they, um, well, I don't want to say that. You'll, you'll be having fun. But really, no one's going to be drifting that car. They replaced it with you know, just the regular, um, the button, mm-hmm. which freed up space. So now the, the cubby or the um, fucking, why can't I think? The, Console. The, thank you. The storage is massive. And then also it's two-layered up at the front so that your USB port's at the bottom, and you can run your wire up, and it's almost like you have a little cable management system. So it's oh, nice and clean. That's nice. Yeah, I thought you would appreciate that.
0: That's nice. Uh, yeah, because I fucking hate wires dangling right. in my car.
1: So this was kind of nice. Um, and if – was it I'm, – now I'm confusing – because I was on two trips close to each other, this might be a different car. Never mind. I was about to tell you something about the 2016
0: Optima, but <laughs> uh, <so laughs> which uh, well drove great. I was gonna. I was <laughs> gonna say because Civic is now kind of the comeback kid in this in this segment. Well, it's a, but sales have always been strong. They've always been strong because Honda's always had a good reputation. But I would say amongst people we know, and, and I think my opinion included that in that segment the the Kia slash Hyundai because they're potato potato and the Chevy Cruze, I think kind of owned that segment of the of the cheapish you know sedan you know the the Civic type segment so I think sales I think like we think that
1: but I think if you look at the actual sales numbers I think Civic still kicks everybody ass yeah yeah um, now the Optima is a little bit bigger would be the Accord competitor mm-hmm. um, I just drove it in Aspen. And it was fuck, It was really good. Yeah. <laughs> I almost threw the swear out there. Uh, one thing I find fascinating, and this person has only had a, like a little bit of time because he's just hired with the company. But they hired away, uh, I believe his name is Albert Berman or Bierman. He was one of the lead guys of development in BMW's M division. So uh, that's really interesting. Um, typically, Kia steering feel has been akin to a rubber band for me. Mm-hmm. Not great. This is, it's so far dialed out in this new car and the chassis is stiffer and the suspension was way stiffer than I thought it would be, which, but like still compliant on the highway. Uh, so the steering feel is greatly improved. We have, we're dealing with the, it's a two, two liter turbo motor. Um, it's down a little bit on horsepower, but the torque number is strong and the torque band is strong. Uh, and it was a, a six speed automatic. So a real gearbox, um, it just it drove really nice. The interior was fantastic. Uh, they they just did a really it's good job. Come, with this car. They've
0: come such a long way because I remember when I was in high school, they were like eight thousand dollars at a right. ten year warranty right. because the cars, cars fully the, loaded was thirty five. Right. The cars were crap. <laughs> right. You know back well they weren't crap. They were they weren't good. They were basically wheel. I mean, they were reliability was fine, but they were one step up from a wheelbarrow with a motor.
1: Right. They, they showed us a slide in uh, 2001, the JD Power initial quality survey. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were dead last. In 2015, they're number two, behind Porsche or or someone. No, they're behind someone. They're number two. And then in another survey where it's customer satisfaction survey, mm-hmm. you know, they were way down, and now they're they're number one or number two. Like they're they're boom, they're crushing
0: it. Yeah, which surprises me because. I, I, You know their corporate, their corporate sister, Hyundai. I actually much prefer their cars over the over the Kia stuff. Interesting. I think they're just much better designed cars
1: in terms of styling,
0: styling. And I think that's a lot at that price range because none of them drive like crazy good. So it's all kind of at that point it comes down to a question of aesthetics and interior for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I much prefer the the Hyundai design.
1: There's very few for me personally that drive crazy good in that the regular mid-size segment not premium and not luxury. Yeah. Um, uh,
0: it it comes down to basically focus.
1: Well, also the um, the Accord actually drives Okay, I haven't really driven well.
0: I haven't driven the new Accord but I completely buy that because Accord's always been good.
1: And the uh, the Mazda. Once but, again but Mazda's yeah. You're getting like the least uh, content inside. And but Dynamically, the Mazda's fucking awesome.
0: Dynamically, Mazda's probably the best front-wheel drive. It's way, way, in way up there.
1: there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely near the top of the list. Though, honestly, that Accord drives so good. And I haven't driven it since the four, when it first launched was as a 14-model year, So, which means I probably drove it in 2013. Um, I was shocked at how stiff it was. And I like, a, I like it stiff. I like a little stiffer ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, the four-cylinder was great. The V6 is damn near a hot rod.
0: Yeah, that's that V6 has always been pretty strong. Mm-hmm. If
1: that car was rear wheel drive, we would be talking about it in the same the coupe. We would be talking about it in the same breath as the V6
0: Mustang. But Honda refuses to build rear wheel. Well, vehicles. I mean, their mark
1: their their buyers don't buy rear wheel drive anyway. So
0: yeah, and they've got weird they've got weird things inside the company. Like they vowed, we will never build a V8. Of course, they had a V10 in development. <laughs> But they will never build a V eight. They're just they're very quirky in certain yeah, parts. Yeah, they are, they are. Oh well. But so new Civic
1: sedan, good with some areas that I I didn't enjoy. So, um, but in, the interior refinement is is
0: excellent. I will have to give it a spin when uh, when I yeah, get a chance.
1: Absolutely. I didn't drive the smaller motor with the manual gearbox because the one the wait to get into the car was long. Uh, I can just wait till it's in the fleet. And two, I don't think I'm going to like the engine as much. So I said. You said it. you
0: were on a 1.5 turbo. Yeah. What's the smaller one down to? A uh, I,
1: I don't – no, I don't – the engine isn't smaller. Um, it's, it's just a
0: large package.
1: It's – yeah, it's a, it's a bigger engine. It just doesn't have a turbo. Probably like a two-liter then. Yeah, something like that. And it's like 150 horse in the – 154 horse versus 178 horse for the turbo motor. Do you recall what the weight was on those? No, I don't. Um, no, that's a different car. I don't. Okay. Okay. Um, The Optima, I think, is 3,500 pounds. Um, So, yeah, there you go. So that's where we stand on that stuff. Uh, The Camaro road trip, I'm very much looking forward to. That's going to be awesome. Do you know where you're going to get a V6 or V8? I think it's all V8s. Are they? I think they're all pushing V8s right now. I hope to God that's the case. (laughs) Because I will punch someone else if they try to take a V8, and I'm going to get stuck with a V6. I know it has 300 horsepower.
0: I don't give a shit. I want the V8. You want the, if you're driving a Camaro the point is I want the to noise.
1: V8. I want to ruin the tires by the time I get to New Orleans. <laughs> uh not full on Jonathan Klein tire destruction, but uh, we'll we'll get close. Um, so that's going to be fun. I got another Aston Martin coming up because apparently I'm addicted to them. We got the truck updates. We got Corvette updates. You've got crazy shit about to go down at SEMA.
0: SEMA is going to be big. Uh, I will say, and I think I said this last week, is that uh, we're going to be broadcasting out of the Magnaflow booth. Uh, we'll be there basically, I think it's Tuesday through Thursday because I don't stay for the last Dope. day of SEMA.
1: Yeah, you shouldn't. No. Thursday is the
0: best day to leave Vegas. Yes, it is.
1: Peace. Yes. And
0: you're flying, right? Nope. Oh, see, even better. Yeah. Even better. The thing I like about driving to Vegas is you can leave when you're tired of Vegas. Yeah. Uh, Which, living in Southern California, we sound spoiled, but you get Vegas out.
1: Oh, yeah, big time. I haven't been been since SEMA like two, three years ago, and I'm
0: good (laughs) right now. I've been to Vegas probably 20 times in the last 10 years. It's it's not all because I wanted to go but sometimes you have friends that are in town and sure. like you haven't seen them in 5 years or right, right 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 I should go
1: It's I, I these days I only feel like going if I have tons of money to spend and I don't have any money to spend so fuck, I I fuck spent almost I
0: spent very little money on this last trip very little money I think the most I spent was I lost 60 or 70 dollars gambling which I was fine with because it entertained me for 2 hours
1: Yeah uh, that's 60 70 bucks over 2 hours isn't bad at all um that's pretty good Now Go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you online, and then pimp shout engine.
0: So as usual, you can find me at Hayes Data on Twitter. Uh, I've been getting a lot of questions and stuff, and uh, happy to answer them um, when schedule permits. Don't uh, don't take it personally if I don't respond. Yeah, don't I've be a bitch about it. Super busy. Uh, and then, like I said, uh, we'll be at SEMA. Uh, I'll be recording with with Jason. Uh, uh Jason and uh John Klein and uh I think uh good friends Musto and, and Larry are going to pop in there too. I think our so, friend
1: John Carey is going to be in Vegas for Sema too. He had the blue 1970 Porsche.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Uh we'll see if we can get him on too. because We haven't had him on yet. Uh and uh, if we're not recording, come over and say hi. Like I said, we're in the Magnaflow booth. Uh I don't know what booth number it is. Just look for the giant Magnaflow. Number 1, booth. baby. It's going to be a big one. Uh yeah, they do. Uh, and then to- of course, uh if you want to do a podcast, come over to Shout Engine. Um Doing some upgrades on it tonight that should speed things up uh a fair amount so um yeah come on over we've got uh, uh we've got free plans and uh otherwise it's very affordable
1: perfect uh okay don't forget to go to iTunes and rate and review the podcast uh we've been trending really well on the automotive section of iTunes uh for the last top five few weeks. regularly uh, I was gonna say top ten I'll take top five uh that's even better so yeah um I don't have any illusions that we're going to catch Farah and Corolla anytime soon, but we're climbing the ladder.
0: You know what? I'm very happy that it's Spokentyre, Tire we are we are beating Corolla on a regular basis. Yeah. The only people that keep us down are Click and Clack. Nice. So, uh, and uh, we've done and it one a one of times them's with dead. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, no offense taken. Given, I mean, I just wish that they would pull them out of the. It just bothers me that they're recycling that content and still. Yeah, but someone's making money on it. Yeah.
1: Um, so I can't blame them there. Uh, so yeah, uh, go to iTunes, rate and review, and uh, leave a comment that says something funny. I, I don't know. People like doing that on iTunes. And I do check what people write on iTunes. Um, go to Twitter and follow me. I'm at Jay Glucker. Also follow at The Hooniverse. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm Jeff on Instagram. Go to our Facebook page. Like us there. Please go to our YouTube channel and subscribe. We're about to cross sixteen thousand uh, subscribers, and I really want to get that to twenty thousand. Please do us a soon. favor:
0: share those videos. Yeah, do that too. If you like them, share them, because that's that's really where we need to grow the audience. So,
1: yes, correct. Do all that stuff, and I finally mean it this time. I'm going to shoot a video, and we're going to create a Patreon page. So, for all of those who really, really like us, we're going to let you give us money. <laughs> and that just means we'll be able to make more stuff. Yeah. Basically, it will help pay for gas to and from the studio. Or um, if we get a lot of money, we'll open a bar and you can come work at it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I wasn't aware of this plan, but okay.
1: Yeah. New plan. New plan. Fuck okay. cars. We're done with cars. Uh, until next week. We'll see you then. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Yeah.